way, it's it's not boding well for anybody. It's not bodem well for anybody. We're going to come in on that because I don't think it's going to get any better than that. I refuse to acknowledge that joke. Um, well, this comes out after that episode, so I can I can say, have you seen the Lake Bodum, Bottom, whatever, movie? I'm not. It's it's not great. <laughs> I don't expect it is. It's not a historical film. Like it I imagine I imagine it sensationalizes sensationalizes the crime quite a bit. A little. It it takes place in present day and I guess um I don't know, spoilers, whatever it does not. I'm never like going to see it. Uh <laughs> it's it's a girl in the modern times who recreates the crime to like get back at some of her friends. It's it's a whole thing. Well, that sounds like a movie. Yes. It, it certainly <laughs> is a film that I watched. Certainly is content that you consumed. Now I'm probably going to watch Hell House uh, or Grave Encounters for like the eighth time tonight. <laughs> Not a bad plan. Hell House is a masterpiece and I will stand by that. <laughs> well, I will help set the mood with our spooky stories. Um, I am doing a new phone it in series called <laughs> Sarah finds some spooky stories on Reddit and just reads them to people. Boo-ha-ha light. <laughs> yes. I will say one of my favorite things in the world is those massive threads on Ask Reddit where people are just like, what's the spookiest thing that ever happened to you? And then it's just like a thousand comments of like people sharing their own quote unquote true spooky stories. Uh, so I have a compilation of those today. From a six-year-old Reddit thread. <laughs> I went way back. We're doing campfire stories. This is how this ties into the Spooky Summer yes. <laughs> series. But also just their spooky stories. And I'll probably keep doing this whenever I don't feel like writing a whole mini. Hey, we all have our things. <laughs> <laughs> so this thread uh, asks, what is the most unexplained supernatural and paranormal event you ever witnessed? That's a lot of criteria. In Reddit, on Reddit on twenty in 2016. So this is a very... This is ancient history, for all we know. Probably all these people have died. <laughs> That's like whenever I watch The Twilight Zone, I'm like, mm, that actor's probably dead. Oh, oh yeah, they're way too old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I've got a couple stories. We're just going to, you know, tell some stories until like 15 minutes is up. And, <laughs> and then we're going to move on with the recording. <laughs> it's been a week. Thursday, but <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, so our first story comes from a user called Miss MacTastic. My favorite thing about this episode is the usernames. <laughs> I'm assuming this is a woman, so I'm going to say her story begins with, So much paranormal shit happened to me when I was a kid. One that has always stuck was when I was about three or four years old. Back then, I used to randomly wake up in the middle of the night, really often for no known reason. I was still sleeping in my parents' bed at the time, so I would just lay in bed and look around. Still I swear sleeping? Like, that was a... Sorry. That's not something to, like, get hung up on in the story, but, like, th there should never have been, like, a... I was gonna say, that's the problem as you start. Yeah. No, you sleep in your own fucking bed. You're a gr grown kid <laughs> at three years old. Anyways. I swear, every fucking time I'd look in the doorway to the living room, I would see two really tall figures standing there. They looked like the old farm couple in that one painting, except they had hollow eyes and they were thinner. They never really did do anything but stare back at me first. So already I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> one night was especially weird. I woke up as usual and saw them standing there in front of the doorway again. Only this time something felt 
a bit more off than usual. The ceiling fan was on high and the blades are going so fast that the entire fixture was moving back and forth. I look back at the figures and they have some really dark, creepy grins on their faces. I got scared and buried myself in the blankets, hoping they go away. Then all I heard was the ceiling fan spinning even faster somehow. The beads at the end of the switches were tapping against the glass-like cover furiously. I peeked up out of my covers, and the two figures were right next to the bed, standing right over me with their ugly smiles. Is that where it ends? Not quite. I screamed bloody murder, and the glass cover on the light came off and shattered on the ground. My dad jumped out of bed immediately and turned on the light to see what had happened, but the two figures were gone already. I was crying hysterically, and it took my mom a long time to calm me down. So much other stuff went on while I lived there. That was the worst house I ever lived in. Jesus. So this is all terrible, and I hate it. Well, at first I was like, ah, yes, a a three-year-old, like, who has memories of being three? But I mean, there are a number of ways I could debunk this story, but, like, just taking it at face value, this is all bad. Yeah, I mean, like, if I saw it in a movie, it would be creepy. Mm -hmm. Minnie, stop kicking your sister in the head. Minnie. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Speaking of children. (laughs) (laughs) actually this my bed this second story is related to children as well uh this one has no username apparently the account doesn't exist exist anymore oh great uh it's short and sweet so i heard my two-year-old daughter talking in her room in the middle of the night i went in and asked her what she was doing she said talking to samantha she's on the ceiling god i hate those stories (laughs) my wife had miscarried a few months prior it was a girl and we were going to name her samantha that's worse. That made it worse. <laughs> See, this is like, the, this is an effective ghost story. It doesn't need to be long. It doesn't need to be overly elaborate. You don't need to, like, go super into, like, describing everything. I thought you were going to say this is effective birth control, and I was going to agree. <laughs> well, also that. <laughs> I don't need one of those creepy motherfuckers in my house. <laughs> All right. Our next story is from Spuds McKenzie. Again, like I said. <laughs> are you okay? Are you dying? You sound like me. No, I just, uh, I fully inhaled um, a sip of seltzer that I was in the middle of. <laughs> Lovely. What a wonderful sensation. Yeah, just mimosas up my nose. <laughs> so Spuds says, <laughs> I lived in a haunted house with three roommates. They lived there for a couple weeks before I did and swore up and down that a young woman was haunting the house. One of them said they had some incense manually extinguished when they weren't home. And my question is, why are you letting incense burn or anything burn when you are not there to supervise it? That was also my question. And also, sometimes it just goes out. (laughs) Yes. Another one said they were feeling... This is the bad part. Okay. Okay. Another one said they were feeling around in the dark looking for a light switch and felt the hair on top of someone's head. No! No! Someone that wasn't there when the light came on. No! This this might be the worst thing in the episode, or that might be. I, being a good and proper atheist and knowing my roommates were kind of potheads, thought it was all bullocks and that they were paranoid. A month or so after I moved in, I was laying in bed when I heard a girl crying in the hallway. Two of my roommates were girls, so I got up to do the requisite investigating and consoling. I opened my door to see who it was, only to discover that I was the only person home at the time. I'm still not a major believer in the supernatural, but I won't rule anything out now. 
Being an atheist does not preclude you from believing in ghosts. Not necessarily, though I will say, (laughs) I will say, like, my belief in God and my belief in ghosts declined at about the same rate. So they're not not related. I think mine, like, there was an intersection as they passed each other. It's like an inverse correlation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I necessarily believe in the Catholic God, but, like, I believe some weird shit. You believe in things, yeah. I I believe in energies. All right, so our next story is by... um, The Budweiser Frogs? Iolo. Iolo 00130. I don't know. It's letters and numbers. Because this is Reddit. My family owns a cottage on a lake. This lake had a cottage on it 80 years ago where three teenage girls died when it burned down. My grandmother was at her cottage at the time and heard the screams from across the lake. Every year around the date, in early August, I believe, she could still hear the screams. Whatever, whatever, that was just a form of PTSD, right? Wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) My father, who wasn't even born when the fire happened, started hearing the screams when he was young. Out of four kids, he was the only one to hear them. And when I was younger... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, No, I was just going to say, maybe early August was the annual, like bunny orgy <laughs> interesting theory have you heard a rabbit scream it's awful yes most animal sounds are terrible like foxes scream yeah no, i love fox oh it's probably just fox mating season it could be fox mating season uh, when i was younger i started hearing them the screams echo across the lake but only my dad and i seem to hear them it's terrifying after confronting my dad about this and him telling me about everything the fire my grandmother etc he said never to go near the old fireplace around that date because the closer you get the louder the screams christ what a Dads aren't supposed to say shit like that. Now I try to avoid our cottage around early August. Side note, my dad has a theory as to why we are the only ones that can hear the screams. My grandmother was supposed to stay the night and would have died, but it doesn't explain why my dad and I were the only ones to hear it. That's not a theory. No, that's just... If it only explains part of the thing, it's not a theory. Ever since I watched The Night House, I... Just the concept of stuff on the other side of the lake, just as a general thing, like, I'm not into it. I'm not into, like, looking to see what's on the other side of the water. It's never good. No, no, never is. never been good. Our next story is from a user called, oh, no, oh, yeah. Interesting. Love Reddit. A friend and I were walking home on the train tracks one night. It had rained the night before, and there were large puddles all around. After getting far enough that the streetlights no longer illuminated our path, we heard splashing up ahead. We stopped and looked at each other, both expecting some sort of wild animal to scurry into the surrounding woods. Instead, we saw a skinny bald man crawling out of the water with a look of fear painted on his face. Half concerned, half terrified, we stared at the man as he struggled towards us. We soon realized this man had no legs. What? His eyes were wide and his mouth was open, seemingly screaming, although there was no sound. We quickly turned around without speaking a word and took the long way back to my house. I haven't seen this this friend in about seven years, and I always wonder if he remembers what we saw. I still pass by those tracks regularly, and I think about that night. I think we saw a ghost of someone that was killed by a train. Many people, even a family friend, had been struck and killed by trains in in the years leading up to that night. I've never shared this story before. And yet they're still walking on the train tracks at night in the dark. Even though many people have been hit by trains. Maybe that man was a warning. 
You would think. But I mean, I I mean, I picture them as teenage boys. I could be completely wrong, but like you're not going to talk sense into teenage boys. I mean, I was literally just listening to something today where someone uh, lost their legs because they passed out drunk on the train tracks. So like, apparently it happens a lot. Yeah, I, I believe that. All right. Next story from Braska the third. My mom said there's a ghost of an old man who stands next to her bed and screams silently. Like, it makes no noise, but it will still wake you up. Yeah, very cool. Totally chill. She never mentioned him to me or my sister when we were young, and we're in our 30s now, because why the hell would you if they hadn't seen it? We moved from South Carolina to Atlanta when I was 17, and she says he was gone for a while. But about six months later, he was back, like a pet that had ran off at a rest area and made its way home. The ghost did a homeward bound. I was going to say, that's a worse Homeward Bound sequel. (laughs) My stepdad laughed at this idea when they first got married, but 15 years later, he's seen him many times. They say he's not really threatening, more annoying. I'll visit and ask how they've been, and my mom will say, pretty good, except the damn ghost has been waking me up a lot lately. (laughs) I've never seen anything supernatural, but my parents aren't the sort who would lie about something like that for two decades. That, yeah... (laughs) I don't know. My my dad is was convinced that our old house was haunted. Um, but my dad also believes in aliens. So did he ever have like stories to back that up, or yeah, was it just all vibes? No, well, it was uh, a lot of vibes. But he thankfully told me this after I had moved out because I am a very skittish mm-hmm. individual. Yeah. But uh, when I was like eight or nine, we added onto the house uh, a new like uh, main bedroom and upstairs and like dining room. That and never bodes well for ghosts. <laughs> uh, we dug up a bunch of trees to to do it. Uh, but he said that he was in like the main bedroom, and there's like a kind of a hall with closets on the other side. As soon as you walk in, and then you go into the the big bedroom, and he said that he would see like something shadowy uh, in that kind of hallway area, like just out of sight, uh, multiple times. No thanks. Sometimes those are the spookiest ghosts. Yeah, where you, like, don't know what it is. Ooh, maybe I'll watch The Boy 2 tonight. Ooh, good good decision. I, I, I was told that there's no one in the walls in this one, so I should be fine. Oh, good. That's good to know. All right, we've got one last story, and it is again from a user who no longer has an account. A couple years ago, my friends and I were having a sleepover at one of my friend's houses. I'd say there were about eight of us. But anyway, it was nighttime. And as a joke, yeah, that's too many children. We decided to lock one of our friends, Lewis, outside. He decided to walk around the side of the house and see inside through the window. And as he ran past another window, we saw what looked like our friend Ben running behind him. This wouldn't be a big deal, except for the fact that Ben came out of one of the bedrooms like five seconds later to see what was going on. Everyone else was inside watching, so the person running behind Lewis couldn't have been anyone else. To make it even scarier, once we let him back inside, he asked how Ben got inside, because Ben was with him outside. Oh, we now yeah, refer no. to it as the anti-Ben. I uh, know that last bit uh, kind of seals it, because at first I was like, oh, they probably saw like a Pepper's ghost delusion because it was dark outside and they were looking through a window, but... Right. Two Bens. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, just a creepy doppelganger hanging out right outside your window not a fan sleep on that everybody congratulations y'all seen us oh uh, yeah of course just just reminding you that that movie exists and is fucking terrifying yep no thank you 
Actually, yes, thank you. It's a very good movie. I will have to watch it again soon, but no, I, no, thank I you. I haven't been able to revisit it. Like, Get Out was existentially, like, terrifying, but... I feel like I maybe have watched Us on a Plane one time. Uh, ooh. I, Just freaking out all the people beside me. It's my favorite. Yeah, I saw it in theaters, and, like, Winston Duke was enough to, like, soften it a little bit, but... I forgot Winston Duke was in that. yeah. Yeah, he's now I definitely need to watch it again. Yeah, I'm excited to see Nope. I've heard it's amazing. Yes, yes, me too. Very excited. When the trailer first came out, and like they did the whole thing, and then like the the title came up on the screen, like I let out a laugh that was way louder <laughs> than I intended. <laughs> that sounds like a you thing. <laughs> uh, just to round off the podcast, uh, when I was in the theater seeing like. Ah, fucking like Scott Pilgrim or something. It was forever ago. But they did a, a trailer for uh, that movie Devil, where they're all in the elevator and one of them uh, is yeah. the devil. Yep. And so, like, everyone who came to see an Edgar Wright movie is just like watching this trailer, like, what the fuck is this? And then the words, a film by M. Night Shyamalan came up on the screen and everybody in the theater laughed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Remember the era when M. Night Shyamalan was a punchline? <laughs> I guess he's done some good stuff since then, but... uh, I, I, I guess The Visit is really good. Um, I heard I'm, Servant on Apple TV is also pretty good. Interesting. I watched Signs for the first time um, a couple months ago. Does it hold up? No. Uh, <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> I, I'm sure it does if... You're not an asshole like me, but, like, the whole end of the movie being like, oh, he believes in God again. Fuck you! <laughs> it's like the end of that down- Dan Brown book where the big secret treasure was a Bible. Like, <sighs> I read through all of that fucking book for this, Dan. Dan's got some, like, weird ideas on religion. I think I remember looking this up when we did our Dan Brown book club the other summer. But, like... He's apparently got a very love-hate relationship with the Catholic Church. I I feel that deeply. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, the lost symbol is stupid, and I haven't watched the miniseries yet, but I'm sure it's better than the book. I'm sure it is. Nothing beats Angels and Demons. The movie, Ewan McGregor is great. Uh, Da Vinci Code is the best book. Anyways, um, well, that was... That's going to haunt me in the, the dream times. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. The hair thing is too much. It's too much. The hair is the worst. Of everything, like, it's the one that I could viscerally, like, experience. Yeah. You know, like, I could feel it. Yeah. You hear it, though, like, the sentence, and you're, yeah, it's terrible. I hate it. Yeah, it's like that scene in The Grudge when she's washing her hair, and, like, there's just a fucking hand in her hair. Like, that is very easy to imagine, and it scares the crap out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Nope. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed Reddit stories and movie references. Uh, we'll we'll see you next time. Bye. We love you. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to sobelowmedia.com. This this is as above, so below.